So Mambo is doing a very good job in trying to ensure that uh, people know how to read and write because he understands the value that comes with uh, education. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. In the country of Zambia in Africa, one million of its residents cannot read or write primarily because of poverty and lack of access to quality education. But Bible League is doing something about this through Bible-based literacy, a program that gives the gift of literacy and introduces participants to the hope of the gospel. Today, my colleague, lovely Kayombo, joins me to talk about a local pastor, Mambo, who pours himself into his students through Bible-based literacy. Illiteracy, the inability to read and write, um, that's a major issue in Zambia, isn't it? Talk about this. I think it all comes uh, the issue of, because uh, in Zambia, about uh, 60% of Zambians live in uh, poverty, and this has a uh, tremendous negative impact on uh, education. And this has hindered people from easy access to education because the cost of school is sometimes more than what a family can afford uh, here in Zambia. And also the fact that uh, our, our, our system here in terms of, of education uh, is compro- has got uh, compromised the uh, quality and find that the pupil-teacher ratios are very high. We find that maybe in the classroom there are about 60 pupils and we have one teacher trying to attend to all those uh, uh, our pupils, and so this also becomes a challenge for people to access uh, education. And um, from the statistics, about a million uh, Zambians can't read or write, uh, and this is more pronounced in females because we find that uh, in our setup here, like I mentioned earlier on, due to poverty uh, levels, find that the family says they can't afford to pay for uh, you know a child to go to school. And they opt to send them to go and uh, sell in the streets. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they are forced into early marriages. Uh, some get pregnant while they are still at school, and they just you know can't continue to uh, start going to school. And they start to engage themselves in these uh, economic activities at, at an early age. And find that when they grow up, they have nothing to do in terms of the job market here because they have not attained the education which is required for them to get uh, in a formal. Uh, job in the employment uh, sector, and this now also now leads to the increase in the number in the uh, in uh, poverty levels here in Zambia. You know, but Bible League is doing something about this, uh, isn't it? Um, you know, a pastor by the name of Mambo uh, is not only giving people the gift of literacy, but the joy of learning about the God who loves them. Talk about uh, where Mambo is uh, ministering there in Zambia and the people he's reaching. We have uh, a district in Zambia which borders with uh, Malawi. It is called uh, Lundazi. And now there's a village called uh, Chiwe Village where uh, Mambo is doing the Bible programs. He's a retired uh, teacher mm. who is very active uh, in terms of um, ensuring that uh, uh, Bible programs are uh, effectively uh, conducted in his village uh, in Chiwe. And found that there are about 1,600 people in that small village. And out of that number, 700 of them are illiterate. They can't read or, or write. So now, Mambo tries by all means to uh, hold uh, classes of, of, of about 130 uh, people that gather under a tree to just learn how to read and write. And so what he does is that, uh, first of all, before the lessons, he introduces the learners to Bible stories and also uh, Bible verses. 
before they go into the issue of them knowing how to read and write. And um, just to mention uh, that in Eastern province, uh, where Mambo is uh, living, uh, Bible Link has done almost all the four programs, hmm. uh, which is uh, Project Philip, uh, Church Planter Training, uh, and also uh, Bible-based uh, literacy. Oh, nice. And we're also rolling out the issue of the audio Bibles to cater for those that can't read uh, on their own and also the elderly people. And so during these classes uh, of Bible literacy in Chiwe, in that district that I said on, you know, that most of these people that we engage to do Bible programs, they have a background of uh, teaching, and some of them, they are, they are pastors at their local churches, the areas. Okay. And so Mambo has identified uh, these people that are willing to uh, learn how to read and write, and so they gather often under a tree, is the makeshift uh, board which, which he uses, and also we do provide the booklets, the readers, and also the workbooks that we send to uh, the pupils there that are learning. And uh, most of them, they are female. Like I mentioned earlier on, is that uh, we have a challenge here in games and the way if, uh, for example, a girl child reaches maybe second or third grade, mm. the fact that a family can't afford to continue sending them to school. They say it's better to start to contribute towards the economic uh, issues to do with the family. So us spending money on you to go to school uh, comes uh, something like more, more than an expense on the family. Wow. So they end up being married at an early age, they fall pregnant. And now when they grow up, they find that they are not able to read uh, the Bible on, on their own. Or maybe if you give them um, the teaching towards the gold booklets, they can't really understand what is there because... They have not been exposed to uh, a classroom set up for quite a number of uh, time. So Mambo is doing a very good job in mm. Chiwe in trying to ensure that uh, people know how to read and write because he understands the value that comes with uh, education. Yeah. And so one key thing is that you find that uh, these people that gather to learn under a tree, find that uh, if one attends class today, when they go back to their villages, they recommend to your neighbors, you know, you have to also come and attend uh, class so that you're able to know how to read uh, the Bible on your own and also uh, just how to write. And I think I'll just do an extension from our, our, our from Chiwe village. There's also an area called Dichipata, just within the same uh, province. Okay. Just by West, yes. We're also doing Bible-based research in that area. And so we had this woman who came to say she's um, the, the husband is a bishop in that area. But she was having a difficulty to read the Bible in front of the congregation. So she was feeling out of place. The husband is able to preach properly, and she was not able to really read the Bible on her own. So I think that was what motivated Mambo in Chiwe to say, you can't have um, people going to church and just sit after service, they go home, you give them the Bible, they can't read. So I think it was out of that uh, experience, you know, when people go to church, they need to carry a Bible and be able to read that Bible on their own. So yeah. they're just able to understand scriptures and also be able to follow uh, the message that they are preached during a church mm. service. So I think uh, for me, it's been a great job. And the numbers keep on growing every day. Uh, praise the Lord for that. Yeah, and I think I, I read somewhere, uh, Lovely, that he, uh, he I think this class meets regularly underneath uh, the shade of a mango tree. Is that right? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I can picture that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Talk, talk about a few of his students. Maybe tell us their first names and, and what their situation is. But tell us about some of Mambo's students. I think I will single out uh, three, uh, two females and one male. Um, I'll start with the, the last one, uh, Mwale. Um, he just spent, I think, two years in school. Hmm. That's the first grade and second uh, grade. And then he was told to stop going to school, to go and start heading uh, cattle. Uh, for the family, because I thought it was pointless also to continue paying for education owing to the high levels of poverty in the area. And also we had uh, Veronica. She was supposed to get married at uh, 13 years old. And, you know, in villages, when they want to marry off a child, they expect uh, some form of uh, money or Hmm. chickens, uh, uh, maybe two goats, and for them, that's uh, enough to maybe sustain their family. So they think mm. by marrying off a child, they'll have uh, gained some form of, uh, you know, uh, things that will help sustain their family. So Veronica was forced to marry at the age of 18. Of course, according to our laws here in Zambia, it's an offense to marry off uh, a girl at 13 years. The legal age is uh, 16 years old. Okay. But in great things, that, that's not considered much because... There's no one to go and, uh, you know, put them accountable to that. So even her, she stopped going to school at, uh, at 18 years old. Those were uh, Margaret, or parents died when she was um, three years old. Hmm. And so now, immediately, you had to uh, pick her up, start staying with her. But of course, owing to the uh, economic conditions in the area, her uncle also was not able to pay for her education. So she was told to start staying at home, doing um, house chores, going to the field to maybe water some vegetables, tomatoes for them to go and sell, and just um, earn a living for the family. So now they have grown up, and now they understand the value of knowing how to read and write. Oh, because these nice. days now, we are in a modern society. Everything you need to understand, for example, if you are signing, you, you, you go to the hospital, They'll give you a prescription of uh, drugs that you need to buy. If you are not able to read, you end up buying the wrong medicines for, for yourself. So now, they now value the uh, literacy. Yeah. So that's why now, they are now full-time students of uh, this uh, Bible-based literacy oh, class. Nice. And, uh, um, yeah. So now, they are picking up. The last time I was in the district, you could even see the, the, the joy on their faces. Hmm. Uh, just even them just having that reader, the yeah, Bible reader, read and also the workbook, and uh, also give them the free copies of the Bible. So during their free time, even as they quote scripture during uh, lessons, they're also able to refer to the Bible in their free time. And I think that is also uh, helping out uh, to just increase the, the literacy levels amongst the people in rural areas. How does somebody like Mambo uh, bring the gospel into these uh, Bible-based literacy classes? I, I know the, you know, a lot of times the reading assignments um, are based on the Bible; uh, they work on verses. But just talk about how he's able to bring the Bible and the gospel uh, into these Bible-based literacy classes. Lovely. I think Mambo is very creative, and he understands the people in the area very well. Because I think all his life he has spent teaching there when he was active, uh, was uh, an active teacher. And yeah, I think he understands the needs of uh, the people in the area. And the way 
he conducts his classes is that he makes them more interactive. So first of all, uh, introduces those interesting Bible stories to the students uh, before the actual uh, topics uh, begins. So he reads out maybe one or two stories from the Bible and also the Bible uh, verses. So each lessons that he, conduct, that he conducts uh, when they meet, before that there's a prayer, and then he brings in the issue of the Bible stories and also the Bible verses before he goes into the main uh, uh, topics uh, that uh, he teaches in the particular mm. Yeah, because being a former teacher, I think he understands that you can't just go straight into teaching someone because, again, it becomes boring. So he tries, by all means, to make sure that he makes his classes more interesting by introducing those nice uh, Bible stories just to get the attention of all the people that gather under a tree, a mango tree, uh, when they meet for classes. So I think for him, also being a teacher and also, uh, also maybe pastoring a local church in the area, he tries to fuse in the gospel and also teaching them the Bible and also the lessons that uh, are provided in the, the readers that we provide to the people there. Yeah, you know, these classes are meeting a real need, you know, to address uh, illiteracy, you know, giving people the, you know, the gift of, of dignity to be able to read and write and then to go on and, and, and read about the God who loves them. But uh, they're also helping churches grow. You mentioned that Mambo is a, is a pastor. Talk about yes. how, uh, as churches are using these programs and, again, serving those um, those people in their communities, um, churches are growing, aren't they? Yes, they are, they are growing. And I think uh, as we go towards the end, I will be able to share a story which is similar to how the uh, Bible is ensuring that areas which had no churches previously of churches and uh, they are growing. But in the case of um, Mambo, some areas, you know, the villages in Zambia, you find that you may have uh, 1,600 uh, people in that village, hmm. but the, the area that you cover to meet all of them is very wide. And so I find that uh, some people opt to stay at home than going to church because they think of the distance to go and uh, just attend uh, uh, church services. Uh, but for Mambo, he has put it to himself to say people need to hear the gospel. That's why, like I said earlier on, he has to ensure that people and uh, know how to read and write. Hmm. So at, as they go uh, evangelize using the Project Philip uh, booklets that he also provides, they really understand uh, what they are sharing to, to the people. Because most churches in rural areas, they need their training in terms of teaching their pastors on how to evangelize. And I think, like I mentioned, I'm able to share one of those stories, which is a success in the same area, uh, same province. Uh, so I think uh, for me, Mambo has seen the need to spread the gospel in his area by ensuring that people not read and write, first of all. Then also we provide Bibles and also other materials for people to use to evangelize and ensure that the old catchment area of Chivo, where Mambo is, people are able to receive the gospel, a free copy of the Bible, a free copy, because we, we give them options there for the adults, we give them uh, reaching towards the gold book rates. Okay. For the youth, we, we give them uh, uh, so choose uh, life uh, book rates. So mm. we give those booklets for Project Script according to the age, uh, and also so they, they, they are able to to follow a topic by topic in those uh, uh, booklets that we, we give them. 
So I think for me, it comes to number one that you were a village in Eastern Province. I think it's doing very well to ensure that uh, people not only know what to read and write, but also that they receive the much needed gospel through the Bible with the uh, uh, materials which are given to uh, the people at no cost at all. And people are very thankful for that. Amen. Beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that, Lovely. In our final moment together, um, tell us one or two ways that we can pray for the work of Bible League and uh, churches there in Zambia. I think I've got three prayer points. Uh, the first one is that uh, we pray for more resources, such as uh, Bibles and uh, booklets to be made available, mm. uh, because uh, more people are willing to you know, uh, hunger and thirst for the Word of God, and yeah. we need more Bibles to you know, give out to the people and win more, more souls. And also, the second prayer point is uh, just prepare for continued partnerships with our local churches here uh, so that they are able to accept and take full ownership of the Bible programs. Mm. And uh, maybe the last one could be that you also pray for us as we reach uh, the earth to reach areas, because some areas in Zambia can go into the water, right? But you have to walk reach to the people. So at least we pray for strength that we're able to reach out to those people in the world of God uh, as we evangelize and make sure that we fulfill the Great Commission here in time. Yeah, those are helpful ways we can pray for the work of Bible League and our partner churches in Zambia, Africa. Thank you, lovely Kayembo, for sharing about Bible-based literacy in your wonderful country today. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. Email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for the Word in Action podcast.